0: I know I've had five fucking glasses. Do not judge me. Stop judging. I can see with your little judgy eyes over there. Whatever. I'm just (laughs) jealous because I've been doing a ton of talking and not
1: a lot of drinking. Hello. Welcome to Smart Woman Read Romance, our first podcast, that comedic podcast where my aunt and I fangirl about our favorite romance novels and authors. Ooh. I'm Jessen, and I'm Juliet. <clears throat> <laughs> are you though? <laughs> I truly That's am. I <laughs> so, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling first, absolutely fabulous. First we've,
0: podcast, I know. First. Well
1: first five glasses in I know. well we've pretty
0: much polished off that bottle so pretty much. Um, I couldn't be feeling any better
1: at the yeah moment. I'm glad that we're actually getting this started getting this off the ground because we've I talked know. about this for a while now so it's nice to actually get started super exciting super. all right so first things first <clears throat> I know people have been wondering from the second that I've opened my mouth what the heck kind of accent <laughs> does she have it's called kunas <laughs> Guys, we're from South Louisiana and my Cajun might show.
0: Actually mine more
1: than hers. I don't feel like you have very much of an no. accent. Well, I'm I think not you can tell. Yeah. I think you can tell for me. Definitely. Absolutely. I grew up in Cajun Country, St. Martinville, New Iberia. I have the, you know, that Acadian blood in me.
0: Right. And my parents are both from Mississippi, but um I was born and raised in Baton Rouge, which was really just like a southern accent. Just like a right. plain generic not, southern not so... I don't know. Cajun's like such a weird Cajun is just Cajun, man. Yeah. How do
1: you describe Cajun? Is there a way to describe it besides like... Yes. (laughs) Kunas. (laughs) Damn. Okay. I don't know. I'm not hating on Cajuns. I love them. I'm one of them. I'm so proud. I eat gumbo with the best of them. Okay? So don't even start me. You're a pretty little Cajun. Yeah, Yeah. Okay. I might get Cajun on y'all every once in a while, especially if I've had a couple glasses of wine. Forgive me. My words may run into each other. Right.
0: And that is a trait of Cajun accent is like... Talking super fast, and the words just kind of like la, 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 la. they
1: blend. There's and I not I think that's
0: the French heritage, right. actually. Well, you
1: know what? That know. is. I've never really thought about it that way, but it makes complete sense.
0: Yeah. Are you a teacher? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I might have an education background. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, Jessen, yes, why start this podcast? Why have we decided to start this podcast on romance? Oh, why? It's because I'm a romance addict. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, seriously, I mean, I've always loved books, but whenever you just find your niche and you right. find the people that also love what you love, yeah, I want to talk about it all the time. And I know we do this with each other,
0: <laughs> I know all the time.
1: Um, <laughs> Whenever I find a good book, I just want a fangirl about it. And that's why I wanted to make this podcast. I want to include other people on this wonderful conversation about all the romance books that we love. Why not? I I just want to meet other people. I'm the crazy girl that you see in Barnes & Noble and Books A Million. But if you pick up a book that I like. I will approach you and be like, "Yes, buy that oh book." Okay, I'm Je- that person, Justin.
0: You probably don't even remember this. Okay, so uh, just to let you know a little bit about us, we used to like on uh, my birthday or Justin's oh, birthday, we would yes. celebrate and we would um, go to Barnes and Noble. We would have and get like, our cake chocolate and, cake. Yeah, I'd have our cake and coffee. Yes, and we would like browse the shelves together. Mm-hmm. And I remember we found on, many a good books oh that way. Gosh. Just okay. saying. So I remember one time we were down the young adult aisle. And then we heard one woman was like, I don't know if I've read this romance series. And and like, it was like the young adult romance and it was like bleeding into the romance. I right. And one was like, I haven't read this series. And you piped up and said, I have. And I can tell you about this. And I said, But wait a <laughs> second. Have y'all seen Kim <laughs> Harrison? So have you seen The Paranormal? Oh my God. And like, do you remember what yes, book it, it was? Cause... It was a Kim Harrison, like, it's not a young adult. It was okay. like a Kim Harrison I know. novel. Okay. And then we yes. all just had this huge conversation with total strangers, but yes. the thing that you know, bound us together was like our love of romance. Right, exactly. That's just, I can meet a
1: complete stranger and have a conversation about books right off the bat. We're like best friends for at least an hour. Right, exactly. (laughs) It's like, I love you. Oh my God, you're my new friend. Can, (laughs) Can we like, you know, connect
0: on social media? What's your no, name? My new friend, Susan. I know. <laughs> I'll Susan. I'll I go
1: check out. I go check out with my book and be like, this is my friend, know. Susan. I found her in the paranormal
0: romance aisle <laughs> in Barnes & Noble.
1: We're oh, best God. friends. No, but seriously. So that's just, you know, I love talking about it. And right. And I am not ashamed to talk about romance. I know that there's a stigma Huge about stigma. women reading romance, but it's yeah. utter and complete bullshit. You read what you want. And romance, what is wrong with liking a book that ends happily? I know. Do I want something that's so dramatic and like so angsty that I feel drained after it? Not all the time. Yeah. So that's why I prefer romance. And that's just the place that I found that I want to be. And I love the people who read romance. Exactly.
0: And I guess, you know, for me. Okay. So I write romance as well as read it. Yes. Go (laughs) read her books. (laughs) You know, and so, you know. As a writer, you know, and I do have a pen name, by the way. Um, Juliet so, is yeah, my pen name. yeah, tell
1: people why you chose well, to when do I a first, pen name.
0: When I first started, I was teaching high school English. And so, you know, there's actually, like, a morality clause in the handbook. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I don't think that writing romance would break any morality laws. But but just But it was in really case. about, yeah, and it was about me separating myself from, I didn't want my students, you know, Stalking Juliet, you and know. What if online? the parents found out? You exactly. would probably
1: hear from a couple it's just, of them,
0: right? And it's a little bit of a scary world. And I also, wanted the privacy. I really wanted the privacy that a pen name it it allowed me a little anonymity from my personal life. Right. Um, and a lot of authors <clears> do that. A lot of authors choose right, to do
1: pen names, right? I mean,
0: speaking of stigmas, I mean, how about Eloisa James? Right, she
1: got outed. She was a professor at a prestigious college, and she got found out, and right. she had students who weren't taking her seriously anymore right. just because she wrote romance, which is yeah. so stupid. She had tenure. I mean, she was there doing She is am- doing her amazingly and So smart. So mm-hmm. smart. It, why is reading romance equate to a woman that's not as smart? Right. Like just, I,
0: I remember, no. like, I had read an article or something, and I don't know it word for word, but it, um, she had said something about how, you know, one of her... Students, you know, basically said, you know, how can I respect, you know, what you have to say about my writing when you write porn or yes, something? And she so equated stupid. romance to porn. And that always angers me. Yes, you know? the whole
1: mommy porn idea. It's like,
0: <laughs> but these are true story, not true stories, these are stories that have truth in them. You right, know what I mean? exactly. Look, let's just give an example about some
1: everyday life to you. Okay. So, recently, one of our historical romance series that we absolutely love has been picked up by none other than Shonda Rhimes. The person oh, who created yes. so many series for ABC, she picked it up and she's going to develop it for Netflix. Right. A historical romance series and Shonda Rhimes is developing it for Netflix. Now, tell me, tell me how there's still a stigma with romance. Right. Whenever Exactly. You're making so much money off of it. Not only the books, but people who are adapting novels. Crazy Rich right. Asians just came out. <laughs> that made a ton of money. It's, it's so... The Hating Game just got picked up. The Hating Game just got picked up. It's going to be made into a movie. It's just so ridiculous how um people who are reading romance novels have this stigma but whenever you're watching a movie it's like
0: not there it's just right. so stupid right
1: tons of movies have romance elements but nobody ever really talks
0: about it right and, and i, I feel really like and i don't want to say like you know it's a woman thing but i really do feel like it is you it know, is because, because it's like oh that's you know a girly you know thing to read romance it's, right you know they're not all wrong these like romance? silly fluffy whatever you know and the majority just, of the population is in a
1: relationship. Right. So how can you say that romance is stupid whenever if and you And that's unimportant. Be, right, exactly. Right. If that's one of your goals in life is to have a romantic relationship with somebody, right. how can you say that reading about successful romantic relationships mm-hmm. is stupid? I just don't understand. But that's all I, know. I can go on and on about that because it's just it bothers me and that's another reason why I wanted to start the podcast it's okay to talk about romance and it's right. okay to talk about how much you love it. And I want other people to feel safe and come talk about this romance book that they love. Fangirl Come with share me. it with us. Right. Exactly. You Wreck know? us
0: some books. If you think that we're going to love it, we
1: were so down for that.
0: Right. We just love it. So to me, I just, I'm going to say this and I think we can move on, but just, I feel that romance is a genre where women are empowered. You know, it is stories about their lives, about overcoming hardships, about right. transforming, about, Finding true love, Mm -hmm. about great sex—I mean, about all these things that are important in a woman's life, you know. So, why shouldn't we celebrate it and talk about it? You know, I should
1: definitely. You know,
0: why? Why is I, I? I still don't understand the stigma.
1: I don't either, but, but you know, just block those haters yeah. because do so, you be exactly? You.
0: And that's what this is all about. We're kind of like we don't really care what the world thinks. No, this is about no. There was a smart time, women and right. romance. There
1: was a time where I would hide. You know, whenever people would ask you. Oh, but what, yeah. what are your favorite genres? You, and yeah, I reading? would kinda, you know, deflect and be like, Wait, what? I know. But now I'm like romance. I even
0: had a coworker once and he it's a man and you know, um, you know, who I respect very right. much. He was a guy I really respected. And, you know, they knew about me writing romance and he was like, So, um, just why romance? Why romance? Why not? And, <laughs> and it was just, you know, because, you know, I was I have I have a master's degree. I'm an educated person, you know. And I yeah. guess he thought, why would an educated why person would a smart person write romance? And I said God. because it's wonderful, and I love it, and I love a happily ever after, and I love a woman who has hope, and that's what I want to give. I want to give yeah. my readers hope, and I want to experience that when I yeah. read romance. What's wrong?
1: What's wrong you know? with the with feeling happiness and feeling joy. fulfillment and yeah. joy. Dude, so sorry. Right. We want to feel joy. Right, exactly. <laughs> sorry to be yeah, all up in not your... Not everybody can be girl on a train with all this craziness happening. Okay? okay, so Justin, let's
0: talk about our origin stories oh, yeah. for romance. So when... Did you become a romance reader? <laughs> yes, let me
1: tell you how I got into this. Oh my god. Let me just tell you this person sitting right next to me, who is my aunt, by the way. My aunt, she is definitely to blame for my propensity oh my to romance. So please, okay, let's, let's, let's bring it all the way back, all the way back to whenever I was an infant. <laughs>
0: oh my god. No, not that far, not that oh, far, I please. swear. Okay, so
1: whenever I was in elementary, we had a program called AR accelerated reader. Mhm. But there were prizes attached to this, okay? I okay. was <laughs> competitive as oh, yes. fuck, okay? Okay. All my friends, I had other friends doing AR that actually cared about AR, right. but mostly we wanted that, you know, that yeah. ice cream cone for McDonald's. So right. that's that was in. <laughs> we got to get that us. coupon, baby. No, I'm serious. Got to get so that coupon. So I started reading above my level, and I honestly, shame on me, but I pretended like I read a Harry Potter novel and just took the test, and I obviously failed <laughs> that. But anyway, so that's how I started off, and. I did the, you know, classic American girl things. Right. But it really came to a head whenever I was a freshman in high school and Twilight came out. And I know people yes. are going to be, I know people are going to be like, Twilight, Twilight, <laughs> that's not even a great Shut fun. up, haters. Shut up. Okay, <laughs> guys, look, Twilight might not be the best written novel, but it did so much for young adult readers. Oh, my God. I yes. had friends who never read a book in their life, and they picked up Twilight. And I couldn't turn left or right without right. seeing the classic black background, white hands, and the red apple. It was oh, everywhere yeah. in my school. Everybody so was talking about it. So this was a thing that me and you connected on. Right. right. We, I told so you. So this I'm was like, a
0: book that Jessen wrecked to me. Right. Exactly.
1: Cause and I, I think went to you were around
0: 14. Yes,
1: because I, I, was, I was a young freshman. I was not 15. Right. I was a 14 And I was teaching at the same
0: school that right. she was attending. Yes.
1: And I just so. told you, I was like, this book is making its rounds. Have you read it? You were like, no. And I'm like, well, I'm going to read it. And right. you started reading it, too. And we just connected right off the back with that. Right. We fangirled about it. It had some darkness. It had vampires. We, we were all up in that. We loved it. And then that was around the time whenever everybody started driving. Right. That's whenever I started going to Barnes and Noble. Right. And I could kind of browse myself. That's whenever I found Rochelle Mead, Cassandra right. Clare. I was pretty much in the YA genre. And, and I we connected on right. all of those. And honestly,
0: that was about the time where my romance origin begins. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't I didn't come into reading romance until I'll say later. Like until I was, you know, my my thirties because, you know, I was too busy like going to night school, getting, you know, my master's, and then I was doing a lot of classics that I was teaching, and then um, I started teaching Celtic mythology to my high school students, yes. and it was one of my students who recommended Juliette Morlier and I was like... Oh, the catalyst, oh my guys, God. the catalyst. Oh, my God. I was like, this is amazing, the Seven Waters Trilogy. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> just a little
1: background on Juliette Morier. we definitely have a unique bond over this particular yes. author because God. <clears throat> so Juliet Mariet you gave me Wolfskin. Right. Which was my first kind of like adult, adult novel. And not that Juliet writes um she doesn't crazy like write romance. More graphic, it's not but, like crazy but it, romance. But, but it is adult it's adult themes. There's lots yes. of murder and just like it's very complicated. It has right. a ton of mythology in it, which is I, I'm, I'm a sucker yes. for mythology. I love
0: uh, mythology. And, and a little bit of sex. Oh, okay. yeah, just a little so bit, but it's pretty glossed not, over. Right. Don't judge me, people. Yeah,
1: she, 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 was, she, she wasn't just handing over erotica <laughs> novels to 14 year old guys. I did not hand her 50 she shades. It not, was not she even published yet. She didn't. I handed her so. 50 shades later, exactly. much later. But anyway. So, just stop it. Um, no, so, <laughs> 14 year old, she gave me Wolfskin, and that was kind of my opening, like, hey, we can get out of YA. Right. Nothing wrong with YA, because YA deals with some very adult right. things, it's especially nowadays. But that's whenever I felt like it was okay to venture out of the YA section. And I started going to the romance section. I remember I picked up Sherilyn Kenyon because at this point in my life, I was all about mythology and Sherilyn Kenyon deal with a lot of, Greek mythology, and I love that. I am, oh, yeah. I am mythology. You recommended Greek. those. I read yes. some of the Dark Hunters. The Dark Hunters.
0: I read some of those. I and love then we it. both read Sarah Douglas, remember? Oh, yes. Yeah. The, Wayfarer I know, the Wayfarer Redemption series. the oh. Wayfair Redemption series? And she is no longer with us. Which no, is so that's sad. so sad. She, she created such, she was
1: more fantasy. She, right. she so definitely that was our created fantasy a fantasy romance era. A world building yes. romance. Oh, so devastating, though. I love those novels. I still reread I them. I know. But yeah, I think that one of the biggest I think this this author particularly cemented our love of romance and right. our love of I think this is where we had like the separation from our family at family gatherings whatever they would be like are y'all talking about
0: books again? I know. Yes like, okay. we are get away. Right. So we have giant family gatherings on Sunday. We have a huge family. A ginormous family. And so, you know, aunts and uncles and la la la, all the children's and all everything. So, and a mama. And so inevitably and we would even discuss it we're like okay mm-hmm. justin we can't like we can't separate ourselves too long yes because then we they'd would. get angry because it'd be like oh there they go again yes. talking about books oh yeah talking about you know? stigma <laughs> It wasn't even about romance. We were being ostracized in books. our own family because we were being too nerdy off in the corner discussing, Mm-mm. you know, Nalini Singh's new book. Whatever. So screw yeah. them. Whatever. Exactly. But, um. So <laughs> I found, I discovered,
1: uh, Karen Marie Monning and I yeah. discovered her oh. Highlander series and her Fever oh series. Barons. This is, I think, parents <laughs> Jericho parents Oh, he needs his own episode. <laughs> okay. We need to needs- cheers
0: on that for yeah. sure. Jericho parents. Okay, yeah.
1: So, I discovered the Highlander series, and I kind of read them a little bit out of order. And then, I think there was only two or maybe three Fever series books. I think two out at the time. So, we discovered her fairly new to the Fever series. When I tell you that there was not a series that we have
0: discussed more, it would...
1: Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. It just cemented what was our cool is that Right. And we
0: were reading it as they were coming out. Right. So that was our first series where it's like we were waiting for the next book. Right. We were anticipating and we were discussing, right. okay, what do you think is going to happen? Like, what is going to Mac do here? And what is Baron's going to do here? And what yep. the hell is he? Like, what's going on? Yes. You know? And this
1: is, this is now our everyday conversation. We... Are deep into the reading romance genre, right. and we are in tons of series, and we speculate all the time. It's my favorite thing to do right. is to figure out what happened.
0: You um, don't even want to see the length of our texts because no. it's ridiculous. Well,
1: now we've <laughs> resorted to voice messages because know. texting is too, too long. Texting is yes. just. The thing of the past. Now we just have to send voice messages because yes. we have so much to say. Yeah, it's just it's just crazy. I know. But we don't just um we don't just read paranormal romance. True. I'm leaning a little bit more towards contemporary now. Yes, you but are. But also, I mean, we have our friend Becca in Scotland. we in Scotland. Hey, Becca. Yeah. Hey, Becca. Um, to thank for introduction to really historical romance because yes. she was the one who recommended. Julia Quinn, the Bridgerton series, which, uh, AKA is the series that Shonda Rhimes will be adapting for Netflix.
0: Yeah. She FYI, you know, that genre that nobody wants to read or write that everybody thinks is just like bodice rippers.
1: Like that's like the stigma for historical romance. Poor historical romance. They get the bad rap too. I know. But anyway, she was that was, honestly, my kind of perception of historical romance was the bodice rippers. The right. The Fabio with the maiden displayed. Right. Okay. Like, and if we're going to and- be,
0: right, if I'm going to be completely honest, the first romance <laughs> I ever read was seriously out in the middle of the country in Mississippi in my grandmother's trailer. She had, like, <laughs> a stash of these bodice no. rippers. And Did I found hide one. At, like, Did she hide them? I don't know. I found one at age 12, like in like the guest room. And I was like, what is this? And I started reading it and I was like, oh my God, you know, my little, uh, 12 year old brain was like, so that was really my first experience you right. know, with romance. And then of course I fell in love with, uh, Jane Eyre was my the very classics, favorite. Classics. Yeah. Cause Jane Eyre really is a romance. That's what it is. You know, yeah. essentially, you know, um, and I love that whole Gothic darkness, you know, that's my That's my jam. Yeah. We know. And now we've moved on to where I love just every aspect of genre. I mean, every aspect of romance. Yeah,
1: we don't stick to any particular, um, we're we're not romance snobs. Let's just put it that way. We like all romance, you know. There's a couple tropes that we tend to, you know, gravitate towards. (laughs) I know yours. Okay, so I'm going to go through a couple of mine that I really love. Um, So my top favorite trope. To read about, like, ugh, I love the forbidden romance trope. I like, can't believe you said that. That's mine. Okay, you can have it too. We can share she just it. Stole that. sharing is caring. Do Juliet steal or whatever. <laughs> so forbidden <laughs> romance, enemies to lovers. Okay, mm-hmm. there is a fine line between love and hate, and I love, love that. I love it whenever they start off just like okay, the hating game. If you have not read it yet, go read it because that is oh one my of the god. Best
0: in my recommendation, by the way, thank you very yes, much. yes, yeah,
1: she wrecked it to me, and I was so like, good. what is this loveliness? <laughs> Ugh, it was so good. So good. Also, like, friends to lovers, kind of like a different, yeah. you know, aspect to the relationship. I really like that. That's not one of my favorites, and I don't know why. I don't know if I've just not I think not it has to be right done ones. right, though, because yeah. sometimes it, I don't want them to— It might be too to, soft for me. I don't want them to feel too brotherly, sisterly. Right. But— I think that more the friends-to-lovers is what I like a specific friends-to-lovers trope is um, the girl being in love with her brother's best friend. Okay. All right. That's
0: like... I can do that because that's a little bit of forbidden love. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but, I will go there. I will go there. But
1: I will in go the there. sense that they're like, they've all hung out and it's not right. just, hey, I yeah. know you because you used to be friends with my yeah. brother. Someone who's like actually kind of a part of the family. Right. Kind of that. Which yeah. I guess...
0: That could be considered I just tend forbidden. to drift toward the darkness. You know? I know you do. I also like a good <laughs> so.
1: single dad romance. I think it's sexy whenever a guy's oh, taking yeah. care of a kid. Like I responsible. do love that. Yes, like a responsible, absolutely. like dad. a real
0: man. Yes, you know? like a real man. Like
1: taking taking a, care of business. Yes. Like That's if you awesome. care for your kid, you're attractive. Like if right. you do shit for your kid and not just like <laughs> oh. I'm going to let my mom take care of this. Yeah, exactly. That's attractive. I also kind of like the secret baby things. I have a little... (laughs) secret baby. No, I love it. That is Like, whatever... I'm serious. I'm not joking. I really like it whenever, you know, the girl gets pregnant (laughs) and never tells the dad anything, and then all of a sudden they pop back into their life, and it's like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? I love that. (laughs) It's just like, oh, I love it. It's so cute. Okay, so anyway, tell me some of yours. We all know I stole your
0: forbidden. She stole my number one, which is forbidden love. I just... I don't know why. I love it when they're not supposed to be together. Like, like I love Romeo and Juliet. If they would just fucking not kill themselves, you know, like I I love that story of, they're not supposed to be together, but then they get together. And then I want the hea. I don't want them to like die at the end, but like, so that's why love, we
1: read romance right? is because we want We're them to have a happy ever after. after no
0: matter what. Yes. Exactly. That's why it's Thank safe. You. I love it. Um, but, uh, another one I like too, besides forbidden love is, um, I love redemption stories. Mm. Like where you have like a seriously yeah. wounded hero mm-hmm. who's just like got, you know, all of this, like, Scars you know, darkness and from the past. And, and the, that one woman is the one who just, like, oh, that helps him overcome. That brings it to the light. Yes. Like, I love yes. that kind of story. It's almost
1: kind of like a Beauty and the Beast trope. Yes. You know? Very much. Which it is that trope. I really,
0: really love that it. That should be its own trope, Beauty and the Beast.
1: I think it is, technically. I think really? a lot of things kind of fall into it place in right. there. But I think that... That is definitely one of my favorite ones. And not just because Beauty and the Beast is my, my favorite, favorite Disney. Tale. Yeah, my favorite Disney movie, <laughs> favorite fairy tale. I love that. Just like the... the um, feeling that you get whenever the woman just peels yes. back all those layers yes. and, like, finds a true self. Because I love whenever the male, the hero of the story, has, you know, this rough exterior. They don't right. want to let anybody in. Right. It's, it's, a, it's just, a wall. It's a right, wall they're A wall building building. that they erected so and, that they and, right, don't so have they to show to vulnerability. Your and your it. and yes. it's just... I love it. I love it. It's just... I don't know. It gives you maybe somebody's going to disagree with me on this, but it kind of gives you hope for those, you know, guys that give you a lot of
0: trouble. I know. And this isn't exactly like the wounded hero, but if we want to think of, like, a classic, you know, story, I mean, think of, like, sort of Darcy and, you know. Darcy.
1: He keeps that That, ball up that's you know, enemies to lovers. That's enemies to lovers. Okay, so I love and enemies also, to lovers. And also, okay, look, so also that does fit in with the Beauty and the Beast because everybody thinks he's, he's such so a rough beast. rough. Yes, such, and everybody's you know, like, an why would you like him? They're like,
0: I thought you hated mm-hmm. him. And yes. Like, they just don't understand. Mm-hmm. He's just so misunderstood. <laughs> <He> <laughs> Darcy, is. I love him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Guys, I am so. a huge fan.
1: Okay, people may think that I am, I don't know, I don't like the classic version of Darcy. It's not that I don't like uh, column first version of Darcy or right. that um, particular BBC adaptation of it. I do like it. Right. But there's something about the one with Kieran Knightley and Matthew, and Matthew McFadden.
0: McFadden. Oh my God. I'm just saying oh he embodies God. Darcy uh, like no other. Like in his slight looks. Uh. Like even in that moment when they're like, okay, they're at the house and. Uh, what's her face? Who's Bingley's sister, the Beat? Oh God. Okay. I don't like, even know this her is a name. Tune about the room, okay, like you know, she's just trying to show off her she figure interrupts for Darcy. Her. She was
1: literally showing her smartness. She was showing her intellect. Elizabeth was showing off and she was like get up and come walk it's with me because me. she wanted but, uh, to show off her figures to right. the best of their my girl so, girl. Listen, self esteem <laughs> check. I'm You're not just your body. I know. You are your your intelligence. Like
0: work your brain, honey. I know. So so and I love that part because not only does uh, Lizzie sort of you know take over, you Mm -hmm. know, which is awesome, but if you notice in that scene when the two women they cross behind Matthew McFadden, his eyes, even though he's not looking at them, they trail her. Like he looks off to the left. Yes, he looks off to
1: the left. Like he's there's no way. It's not like she's in her his periphery. Right. No. but, but he, that's he's where she trying is trying
0: to catch a glimpse. Of I know, her. I know. It's oh, just like I know the, exactly the scene that just you're amazing. talking about. And of course, there's the um, oh, there's I know what you're talking the- about. I know. <laughs> there's the proposal scene in the yeah. rain <laughs> at that little like guys, I don't know what the guys. hell that was, but uh. the, it's like
1: it's like a gazebo, but it's yeah, more monumental than a gazebo. Gazebo. Right, it's like, a, a, gazebo. Stone gazebo. It's like a stone monument. Monument in the rain. First of all, look, it is the rain dripping off Matthew McFadden. My dream. To get like thoroughly kissed in the rain, it just sounds so romantic. I know, I would love that. I'm putting that in my next book. For yes. Sure. Oh god, mm. if there's something so romantic about rain. Maybe I it's what because I just that? love rain and thunder and darkness. Yes. I'm not sure. But anyway, We're that scene, files. that scene where they're looking into each other's eyes, and you can tell he wants to kiss her so bad. He's looking
0: at her lips yes. like the whole time and her and he even in her eyes. He leans in.
1: He oh. then he leans in, and they like oh my you god. can feel. The magnetic tension Please. between them. Oh God. And it doesn't happen. That's look, perfect. look, I love it. The sexual tension and no gratification. Yes. I'm there for it. That's why we keep th- watching it. Yeah, I'm I'm there for the slow burn. I'm cool with the slow burn. Yes. Me We're too. fine.
0: Yeah, so that's definitely one. Um, yeah, I do I do like also not like It's not a trope, but, like, revenge. I guess it is. Okay. You know, where the heroes got, like, something to prove and something Mm -hmm. to... I don't know. I tend to lean toward the heroes. But I want the heroine to be strong in the story. Like, I always want her to be strong and hold her own. And not just support him, but have her own transformation as well. I really love
1: transformations whenever... the characters start off as one person, and they grow throughout the novel, and you can really witness that. Oh my goodness, yes. I love that character development. So important to make a good novel, a truly great novel. Right, something that I'm going right. to reread over and over again. Something that I'm going to recommend to people. Right, that definitely. And you and I even
0: discussed this like yeah. yesterday. I think right. we were talking we did. about we, did. we were ta- we were talking about the slow burn, we were, but we were also talking even about the length of books. Right, and so that's kind of interesting to think about. Like. um... You know, and I've written some novellas, and it's hard to get Mm -hmm. the impact of a relationship in a novella. It is.
1: It really is. And some people do it so well, and then some people kind of miss the mark. Um, Right. For shorter shorter novels, it's kind of it's kind of hard whenever you have kind of like insta-love right? and to feel really connected to the characters or to know them as right. people. It's like we don't get as much time with them so we don't know their characters too much and it's really hard to know somebody
0: whenever they just jump into sex right. immediately. And it's even better, I mean, to me, now that, you know, I've had a little bit more experience like reading and stuff like that yeah. is the novellas that start off where they've already had a previous relationship. Like, mm-hmm. not necessarily a romantic relationship but they know each other already. Right. You just know, so we like, know there's a history already teased. right it right, was right.
1: teased in another exactly. book
0: exactly you know so anyway you know that's just something to think about so one more uh topic before we sign off i was thinking about let's just have a quick discussion about what attracts you in a book like when you first look at a see okay. a book like what like, are we it? talking covers yes okay right so we're talking covers now like what makes uh. you like Look at something and go, oh my god, I've got to fucking read that now. Oh my god, this is so hard. Okay,
1: (laughs) obviously, I definitely grab books that physically appeal to me. The colors, the themes, stuff like that. And I'm not saying that one specific thing attracts me. Because there could be actual pictures of people on the books that I really like. It could be just words... But to me it has to be something exciting and eye grabbing. I'm definitely a person that is attracted to the physical appeal of books. If right. you don't have a if you have a cover like we talked about earlier, with the bodice rippers, there's nothing wrong with bodice rippers. There's nothing wrong with shirtless men on the covers. No, but I, I have a few. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> I will easily one-click the shit out of a book, right. you know that, that has, has a like right that cover, right, beautiful cover, you mm-hmm. know. And so, I hate to say that, like, don't judge a book by, a, but we don't judge the book, we just judge the cover by the cover, yeah. You know, the, just, but then we buy it. By let's the cover. just say, let's just say,
1: having a nice cover does not.
0: Right, form, your chances no. it doesn't because
1: I have definitely bought books that look super pretty and I knew nothing about them so right I would definitely focus on that yeah. that
0: art can you think of any covers like that really stand out to you that you love books oh that my you God. love putting me I on know I'm so
1: sorry but <sighs> all right so um, let's think okay trying to think okay first of all this is not even this is completely out of the norm Uh, for me, because like I just said, I like the contrast in books, but there was something just beautifully unique about the way that Penny Reed marketed
0: her Winston Brothers. Oh my goodness. It was a knitting pattern. And it was totally not like the, it was totally not the, oh my God, aesthetic appeal. It was the It was just so different. It was was so different.
1: I've never seen, I've never seen a novel with the cover of a, you know Knitting what? pattern. And that like, was smartest, genius. Smartest fucking thing ever. That was genius. You know what I mean? It was amazing. And it was kind of like a little, a little, um. But we are talking about Penny Reed here. Oh, so. yeah. Penny Reed. She is a genius. <laughs> she is genius. She is the mother of all geniuses. So. But it was kind of like a little, a, a, a little nod to her knitting in the series. Yes. Uh, books because that was kind of almost a prequel it just kind of like spun off into right. the winston brothers but right man i was just like what is this i this know is like the outline of this like and sexy hair and beard which guys i'm a sucker for the beard <laughs> i know not give the me a man. beard oh my
0: god cletus We gotta talk- okay we can uh, talk about him no, right now <laughs> we will talk about cletus but oh not in this podcast but okay. yeah so
1: that's the one that really jumps about jumps out to me in my more recent acquisitions, and I say recent, in the past, like, yeah. year and a half, too. Yeah. That yeah. was just, like, something super different. But I... I agree. That one was I also awesome. like the darker novels, too, because that's the opposite of dark. Mm-hmm. It's not... I like the darker novels. What about you? Is there any particular um, cover that you just, like, absolutely
0: adore? Well, it's kind of weird, though, because, I mean, it's not particularly, like... Exciting, but I love the Fever series books. No, because I did. You can just pick. There are dark, mm-hmm. but you when you you're see talking one, about you're the like original the original Fever yes, series yes. with the cobblestone streets. Yes. You know, it's very Dublin, very
1: Dublin. You know,
0: and so yeah. I feel like a sort of old, old world. world. Oh Whoa. my god! Cheersie. <laughs> <laughs> god. <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> okay, wait. Okay, um, so that happens a lot. Sorry, it does. I'm sorry. We're twinsies. We can't help so- it. Sorry, but yeah, that so <laughs> that old world look with and each one has its own color, but it's like mm-hmm. you know Mac on the streets, you know, yes. with that little like spotlight. Mm-hmm. It, you you know, it it doesn't. And she even says hers are not paranormal romance, but. Come on, There really yeah. are. It's 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 what a it's a long romance between Mac and Barons. It's just told over several books. Slow
1: burn series. Yeah. Like talk about slow burn. I mean, oh my god, Yes. God,
0: the yeah. length
1: it took for these Dorinda two to Jones get together,
0: too, like in the Charlie Davidson series. Oh, oh, oh okay, so that's oh. another one we got to put on the list.
1: Gosh, I can go on forever. <laughs> Seriously, this podcast could be four hours, and I will not shut up about the books
0: that I love. Yeah, and I know. Okay, oh, so we've us. talked about Trends and Romance. Um, let's see, Justin, well, how is this podcast going to work?
1: Okay, so what we're going to do with this podcast is we are only going to review books that we absolutely love. There's not going to be any negative reviews on here. That's just not right. what we're about. Um, Agreed. <laughs> we're just going to review the books. The books that we truly love and fangirl about them, break them down, you know, give our best quotes and scenes and just talk talk these books to death. Oh, okay.
0: Do we want to tell them about our little competition we're oh, going to do? Oh my goodness, yes. Let's do it. <laughs> so, you, okay. Yeah, you so Jess and I are going to have a showdown in every episode. And mm-hmm. we're going to each I'm going pick- to win. <laughs> <laughs> she is totally not going to win. She is going to be the loser. Whatever. Um, <laughs> But we're going to have a showdown. And we'll even, like, after the episode, you know, if y'all want to vote and let us know what you think who won, you can let us know on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. But um, mainly it will be us picking our Favorite scene, um, and you know, just to seeing who has the best. Who has the choice. best scene from the whole
1: entire novel? Like, I'm right. gonna pick a scene. She'll pick a scene. We'll throw our cards on the table and see right. who comes out on top. Basically, so, so that's gonna be a, a part of it. But I feel like for some of our newer romance novelists mm-hmm. who are reading, we're going to have a little unspoilery review of it. Just right. Just let you get the feel of the novel. And then the majority of our podcasts, or episodes, we're going to go deep diving into the meat of the actual story. Right. We're going to get explicit. We're going to talk about everything. We're going to talk about the relationship, the sex, everything. We're going to get
0: deep down and
1: dark with it.
0: Yes. So... So we'll have I, our, like, pre-spoiler right. aspect, and then we're going to mm-hmm. get into the spoilery stuff, which mm-hmm. is a really fun stuff. Yeah, the
1: best part of it is the spoilery part. So we'll, <laughs> we'll warn you before we get into
0: that part right. so that nobody's in case you surprised. you don't want to, like, you know. Yeah,
1: we don't want to surprise people right. who haven't read the full book yet. Right. But um, in advance, we're going to let you know four books ahead, what the next books we have planned are so that you can read along with us. We just want you to be there with us and discuss it with us. Y'all can send us book recs. If you think that we're going to love a book that we haven't listed already, you're going to send us book recs and we'll read that book. And you may be featured on the podcast. Who knows? So tweet us at read underscore SW or send us a message on Facebook or Instagram. Just send us your recs and you might be featured on the podcast.
0: Okay, so that, is that going to be the basic layout? Is there anything else you want to add to that before I...
1: No, pretty much, I mean, that's going to be the basic layout. Well, you'll get to see whenever you tune into the actual episode one, which we're not going to name the book yet, but (laughs) so I think that about wraps it up. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A.